I remember I, this time. I was torn between two. So I'm gonna choose. The only choose the funnier one or the most like the more iconic one, the one I think everyone should know. Do the iconic one. Iconic one. Yeah. Okay. Let me find it. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Yo, 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 yo. Are we started? Yeah, yeah. I start recording. Are we gonna do intros? Yeah, I do the intros. Okay, let's go. Yo, what's good, y'all? Back to another uh episode, you know what I'm saying, of the podcast four for four. You know who it is. It's your guy Gianni, aka DJ Gianni Tsunami, aka Samurai Black, aka Sunai Shyamalan. You know what I'm saying? We out here doing everything. I'm with, you know what I'm saying, my wonderful co host. Uh, oh, <laughs> pay attention, Mario. bro. <laughs> nah, no, bro. Just my lyric, but, um, Mari, Mario, Roma, Romason. You know, it's a lot of things going on with this man's name. Oh, you can just be like Mario. Uh, let's see. You got your lyric ready? Oh, let me pull it up. Yeah, so okay. you got to do, do the crazy lyrics since this is a thing we're doing. Uh, yeah, okay, here. I should have saved it before, but here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. All right. I know, I, I gotta choose the right part. Okay, so here we go, ready? So I text a text to a girl I used to see. <laughs> saying that I chose this, this is cutie pie. <laughs> to be. And I apologize. If this message gets you down, CC every girl. CC around town. CC around town. Well, I'm talking about. This international players anthem. Underground Kings and Andre Three Stacks. There you go. Andre Three Stacks and the Red Bad. Guess first. All right, so I, I'm actually ready with the with the lyric this time. Let's see if Mario can get it. Let's hear it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cheers to the freaking weekend. I drink to that. Yeah, yeah. The freaking weekend is it? Oh, let the Jameson let that Jameson sink in. Okay. I drink to that, yeah, yeah. You know, don't let those bastards get you down. <laughs> Turn around with with another round. There's a party, best back at the bar. Everybody, put your glasses up. I drink to that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What was this? What was this? This is Rihanna. Cheers to that. Oh. Cheers, drink to that. I don't think <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Universe. Oh. Cheers to the freaking weekend. I drink to that. No. Oh, oh. I feel like I haven't listened to it at all. It's such a good song. Let me see. The other one I was gonna do, there was two I was gonna do. I'm gonna save the other one for next week. Mm -hmm. But I was gonna do Safe Sex is Great Sex. So you better read the latex. Text. Before you get that, I'm late text. text. Yeah. Um, bar. Iconic, iconic. But well, what album are we discussing this week? So we're gonna do. Uh, CTR, I'm control, sorry, control by scissor. I hate when people do shit and take out the the you know, vowels. I think that shit's corny as hell. It's it's aesthetics. That shit's mad corny. But I, but I mean, it makes sense because, you know, the keyboard control, you know. Ooh. Sometimes you got to control the delete some people you know? Her name's SZA, you know, just a lot of letters thrown together without things that make <laughs> it make sense, you know. I mean, she had um, Riz on her album. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, so we're doing Control by Scissor. Mm -hmm. um, just first things first. I'm I'm gonna give the album props. I actually really like the album. Yeah. Can't this talk about about Scissor. First time like sitting down and like. No 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 no. I've been I've been a Scissor fan for a while since like S and Z. You know I've been listening to mixtapes. Um, everyone was wanting A, but she never dropped that. We got Control. Gotcha. The album's good. I'm not gonna say it's bad. I enjoy it. There's. <laughs> Seven. I give it a six point five. <laughs> you rate th you rate things lower than I do for sure. I, I'll give it. I'll give it a seven. I was gonna give it a seven, but then I was like, is it better than what did I give guys for last week? A six. No, you gave it like a seven, I think. Yeah, so I was like, I don't want to like keep giving sevens. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on like the album overall? It was a good album, for sure. There were some highs and some lows. I think the first half of the album is better than the second half Definitely. of the album. Um, That's where most of the singles came from. Too. Yeah, favorite track is Garden. Garden oh, yeah. is fire. Say it like that. Is that the one that challenged Gambino in the video? He's... No, I don't know. I didn't really watch the videos like that. I don't, I'm not sure. Oh, no, I, one of my favorite things about this album was like, the visuals. Except the one song and one time was... The visuals didn't make no sense. The Weeknd, yeah. she just... Gyrating in a fucking parking garage. Solange directed that though. So Solange is weird as shit too. Weird, so it makes sense, but 
my criticisms with the album, some of the songs sounded too similar. So like Gojina, Normal Girl, and 20-something mm-hmm. sound hella similar. Yeah, on the second half of the album, right? Yeah. And then Wavy, the interlude, doesn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. It's good, but it just don't fit. Um, but it was cool. You know, like I said, the first half is much better than the second half, for sure. What about yeah, you? My thoughts on this album, I really liked it. So like, I think I'm biased in me liking this album. It felt like, I don't know if you're into like the Zodiac shit or whatever, but like- Here we go. Since there's a Scorpio, I'm like, oh this is the most God. Scorpio album ever. What the fuck does that even I'm mean? About this, what does that even mean? For example, right? What does it mean to be a Scorpio, first off? Because I'm, I'm uneducated in this you gotta listen, subject. Listen, you know like some albums, like you listen to them, and they make you feel a certain way even though you can't relate. Exactly. Oh, all the time. A lot of Frank Ocean songs. I can't relate all to any time. of that shit, but Frank has me over here thinking I'm in a long distance relationship with my fans or whatever. Bro, early Chris Brown had me feeling that way. Say goodbye. I was breaking up with a girl I never even seen in my life. I was just feeling this shit. So I, I get it. I get it. I but get yeah, it. so like, part of this album makes you feel that's like the Scorpio existence. Like, I'm listening to this album. I'm like, I can't tell if this is like a sad album. This is a sexy album. Like, where'd you get sexy out of this album? I don't know. Some of these songs, I was like, damn, this thing sounds. It was very sonically pleasing. Um, some of the subject matter, I was like, we can like kind of go into it more when we look into the songs. Mm-hmm. But I was on Reddit doing some research. You, oh my god. No, there's this one line that sums up. Okay. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Go ahead. And I tweeted, and I tweeted this when the album first came out. Like, I got so much fire for it. Like this. Like everyone came out for me. Someone said that Control is a mildly introspective psychic album. See, I was gonna get to that because this is prime side chick music. People criticize like Janae Aiko for making side chick music. This shit right here is for sure side chick music. And it's just Janae like- Aiko's like side chick music disguised. It was like crystals and shit, but they're like at the root of it. It's like, this is one they're right. <laughs> she, she's blatantly like, you got hoes and I know you do, but just make sure you carve out my time. That's basically what she's talking you gotta, about. You gotta respect that though. I mean, I respect it. Though. That shit is, it's, it's cool, but that shit is silly. Like he gonna make your whole album about that shit. Like, shouldn't you be putting yourself first in like, the situation of I mean, love. There are some of these things where, like, some of these songs where I feel like she talks about side chickism. That's in my notes. Side chickism. Side chickism. But like, she goes into like details about like it. Yeah. I mean, like, anyone can make a side chick album, but like, you know, as long as I have my time. But you know, in one song, she's talking about how when you were in Vegas, I had sex with her best friend. Or, but then she here she has another one where she's talking about how, you know, she just got a relationship. So like, she's like finding herself. I don't know. There's like this shit don't hit for I me. I feel like she kind of goes into the emotional complication. It it don't hit for me. I don't know. It's just it just. It's good. It's, it's sonically pleasing. But when I'm like listening to what she's talking about, I'm just like, wow, you sound like you don't have a father in your life. That's just what it just sounds like nice. to me. And I think that's speaking larger. I, this is something that I have to bring up because it's very relevant. Side chick music is is uh, a hop, skip, and a step away from from the city girl, hot girl summer. Mm-hmm. I think they're two sides of the same coin. I think it's a bunch of side chicks that said, I'm going to reclaim my time and oh, finesse these niggas. Side city girls are trying to be scammers. No, so that's, that's the thing. I think it started as side chicks and they're like, nah, we're switching this shit up. We go finesse these niggas and now they're going to try to be scammers. But then if you look at the track record, you know, for those that follow Twitter, you know, the hot boy summer is up by 100 in the, in, in the by first half. So, you know, we out here. <laughs> comment on the hot boy summer is again I'm not trying to be wholesome but the whole life is trying to pull me back in yeah, we, maybe I'm biased about how I feel about this album city boys out here because once upon a time I used to be a proud side nigga Oh my god! So that's why this album like hits right. for me. You know what's funny though? So, <laughs> so bro, I got in trouble for this when I was like 12, 13 years old. So, <laughs> so this is no listen, just listen, just listen. This is back in the time when people did like mass chain text messages. I, I fell into that into that radar. Had definitely had a signature. <laughs> it was Yellow Kid because I'm the Dragon Crew with two eyes. Yellow Kid. <laughs> Shout out to the Crayola Kids back in St. Louis. Um, but no, so <laughs> bro, I had a 
red kid. Hell yeah. No, bro. That's just because I was light skinned. That's just because I was light skinned. Uh, like, so you're like peach kid, you know, they had options. No, nigga. It, not everybody was a color. It was just me, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Anyway, nigga. <laughs> hey, we get a sponsorship from Crayola. <laughs> they, they gonna nigga. <laughs> anyway, make a Crayola color the butter pecan dime. Hey, I fuck with that. Crayola give me a sponsorship. I'm ready for you. But I used to send like one text message to send it to like 20 women. I just like do one message and like just blast it out. Cause like you know now like it, if you try to send multiple things, it goes straight to a group chat. Back then group chats didn't exist, so I could just type hella names and just send that shit. So, so, so my dumbass, no, no 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 my dumbass, I took it typed out the lyrics to boyfriend number two by fucking pleasure p, and I typed all that shit in and I sent it to like 20 hoes. And I get a text message back from my auntie. And she like, this what you doing? <laughs> I'm like, oh no. I actually tapped my aunt and sent the whole second verse to boyfriend number two. That's gonna be hilarious. I got my ass whooped. <laughs> I got my ass whooped for that. What, what, what they call you? You were fast. You're too fast. Like, I was, I was too fast. You know what I'm saying? I was. She's like, "This what you using your phone for?" <laughs> you know, cell phones really wasn't a thing for real. You gotta use your weekend minutes back then. Yeah. So, so it was. They, yeah, I, I, I lost out on minutes for a while after that. <laughs> <laughs> the track phone wasn't fucking with me. Oh man, <laughs> that should have been the wildest texting story I had. Oh man, this shit haunts me to this day. You know how like sometimes. You do some shit and like you think about like how you could handle it differently. Yeah, all the time. This one, I was like a freshman, no sophomore in high school, mm -hmm. and I had a crush on this girl. Was Liberian girl. She, she, she oh, she wasn't white. Damn. Okay. No, she was Liberian. I was expecting her to be Caucasian. I know. There's only like one person, white person, in my whole school. Oh, shout out to your school. Um, you know them, like you know them Liberians. They they come from the states. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They be thick as hell. Right. So anyway, actually, this one's like a model. I see her like on BuzzFeed videos, videos all the time. But anyway, that's besides the point. Excuse me. She's like not like a supermodel, but like like a BuzzFeed. You, you might have to you might have to post that picture on the on the four for four social media. By the way, follow us on on Twitter and Instagram. Plug the 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 handle for the word no the four the number four. <laughs> And then four spelled out. I put it in the descriptions. I put it. In. Yeah, because this is confusing as hell. I just, I just got to follow and follow back. You yeah, know. I'll, I'll figure it out. But um. So anyway, I had a crush on this girl, right? I'm like skinny, like how you know, whatever. But she did like Spanish dudes. But I'm like whatever. I mean, you a quarter Brazilian? You got it. <laughs> this was this was before this was announced to me. So anyway, we're in like our eighth English class. Okay. We got put in the same group together. Oh and my god. Too, so I'm like, this man got the textbook on his lap, trying to hide his boner and shit. <laughs> no, no, so, um, so, you know, we get a number to figure out how we're gonna coordinate this, you know, assignment or whatever. So then we're talking, you know, whatever. You know, they talk about group stuff. Eventually, gets our group stuff. So you know, she's talking about. Um, I don't know how we got here, but she was talking about how she wishes she had a gay best friend. It's a fucking dumbass son. He said, I can be that. I can be a gay. Oh my God. I was like, oh my God. Bro, you really just put yourself in the, the gay zone? Oh man. Not the friend zone, but the gay zone? Well, at least once a week, I think back to that time and I'm like, damn. What's crazy now for a best friend became my first girlfriend ever like two years later? But That's so weird. I think... This, that, just, that actually just brought up something in my head. <laughs> I think this album control is like about insecurities for the large part. Sure, yeah, so, so let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. What is one memory, first thing that comes to your mind that stands out about some embarrassing shit happening to you? You want to hear the most embarrassing shit that happened to me? Go ahead. I don't know if I ever told this story before. Did I, did I ever tell this story it's time to tell it on air for four for four. Uh, I don't ever tell this story about Carlin Aguilar. Who? Her name is Carlene. We're gonna call her Kay. Did she go to Loyola? No, no, this okay. was like back in middle school. Oh shit, okay. When I was first new to America and everything. So I'm gonna cut out of my like stories from like 2006. Motherfuckers can't even understand Mario. He's shooting shots and shit. <laughs> yeah, it was in my jeans. But no, I feel like from 2006 to 2009, all my stories happened because my perception of society in America was from movies and TV. Okay. So you thought it was on this machismo shit. You know, okay. right? So like, you know, like, 
back then, you know, you watch a TV, you watch Disney Channel. You watching Johnny Bravo? How, yeah, how do how do little guys get girls? You sing it to them, right? Keep in mind, I can't sing. You and sang that? Well, let me tell. This story takes place in 2006. <laughs> My first time on the internet was 2007. Millie Vanilli ass so nigga. Happened, happened. 2006. This is when Chris Brown was like still new, up and coming. Right? Oh my god. So I. Where's this going? Did you sing "Yell" to her? It got. <laughs> That shit was new to me. Clown guys on the line. But I, I didn't know about like looking up lyrics on the internet, right? So I, I sat in front of the stage for like two hours learning the lyrics. Wait, um, did you get them right? Yeah, no, let me look. Okay, 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 okay. So I, I learned the lyrics Thursday. You know, Friday comes, you're always being, you're about to do this. I don't do it Friday because I'm like punk guy, like, I know it on the weekends they come, so I say it to Monday. Oh my god. So, like, At school? At school? Yeah, you know, so. I call this story the first curve. Lunchtime comes. Oh my this god. This whole time, like, <laughs> you know, I got my best fit on, graduated for uniforms or whatever. But, my, you know, I gotta make it early, though, so whatever. Get to lunch room, I do my best rendition of, like, the yo, don't name that. <laughs> Did you do the dance moves too? Hell yeah. <laughs> she looked at me, and that's the first time someone called me a nigga, and they're like, nigga, what? Oh! oh man. And that's when I was like, I was very confused because <laughs> TV and movies are like. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? Funny enough though, funny enough though, that was I think that was like the first time I was like, I realized I was ugly. So I can't get a feel of certain things. Mario, you're not ugly. You're beautiful. No, I am, but no, back then I was like, plus the foreign thing, you know. Shout out, shout out to the twin. You know what I'm saying? First date in the books. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Future, future coming ahead. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to twin. I'm not gonna say your name, but she knows she she knows she, she is. She, she listens, but um. Maybe, but I'm gonna send her the link to this one. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, you know, I'm ultimate wingman for Mario. I'm trying to get this nigga right. Um, yeah, he's trying to get me wholesome. But, um, so then, funny enough, though, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like ugly kids growing up, you, you don't probably realize you're ugly. I don't think you're ugly, Mario. No, back then, I didn't see why. Well, I was weird. I was like, you know, like. So, so like, were you weird or were you just not from America? Both. Back then, it was like. Same thing. Same thing. I would have heated your ass. That's what I went to the story. I would have talked my shit. No, that was what I went to the story because like I was starting to get used to like how American culture. Because in Jamaica, we just fight, you know, like whatever. There's no like. So then like we just I, fight here too, shit. I feel like around like a year or so later, back in like early parts of like late parts of 2007, is that I finally like I figured out what sarcasm was, how I can whatever. But from that first curve. I was like, I'm gonna start acting different, you know? So like, eight, I feel like seventh, eighth grade, that's when like girls start like puberty starts to hit, right? Okay. So like, there's this one girl, her name was Michelle something. I know her last Was name. she bad? That's part of the story, right? Okay. She was like one of the first group of girls to grow like boobs, you know? Mm. So like, all the niggas are trying to like, Shoot they shot, like yeah, they like put on the red carpet, like you can have my exercise oh, or whatever. Yeah, I got but you. Since I knew I was ugly, I knew I had no shot anyway. <laughs> so you did the regular shit? Yeah, so I was just like whatever. Did you sing yo to her too? <laughs> I, I, my yo, mom, she didn't exist, don't know like, your name, but it's miss. What's up? And she's talking like crush me. Oh. Just because I was treating the regulars. I was like finesse. This was like a weird ass. That that was your first play in the game. That, this is the weirdest time of my life. I was like, what the fuck is going on? That's when you first learned game? That's when I first learned something. I don't know if I saw a game, my first learned something. But then, I think I did it for like two days just to say I did that, I broke up with her because. Oh my god. My mom wasn't trying to have me out here. I was like, go to school, go home. I can't have a girlfriend if I just like. Why'd you tell your mom you had a girlfriend? She found out everything. Okay. I don't know how. She got that, that psychic, you know what I'm saying? Example. Okay. I was a senior, whatever. This was like Let me old as shit. You a senior? Is, no, no, no. This is a fast forward. I'm saying you a senior. I'm saying you a senior in high school. Yeah, I'm telling you another okay. story about when I was a senior. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. Like you this old as hell. Like, I, I had like I was working at Jewel Oscar or whatever. Okay. And like I had my first girlfriend at the time. But um, I don't know my mom was strict as hell, so I wasn't. She wasn't allowed to go like go visit her. Yeah, Mario was getting his ass whooped. So I swear. For like the first year and a half I'm working at Jewel, my mom doesn't come visit me once. I'm always at work. The one time I lie inside I'm gonna work, just to go to movies with my girlfriend, guess what happens? She shows up on place of employment. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, a whole year and a half. She never stops at once. No, she felt your energy off. 
You 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 like she she's like this nigga seems shaky as hell. Why he seem excited to go to work? And she's like, nah, this shit not right. Let me go check. Oh man, she was on your ass, nigga. Man, I know how we got off track, but but no, I mean, I think it's, that also leads to another good conversation. Um, it's talking about like, especially leading back to the album, you're talking about the album's about a lot of security. She's a side chick, you know. Yeah. It's a lot of lessons being learned in this album. So that as men mm-hmm. who theoretically will be having kids later in the future, theoretically could be women, I feel like I'm going to have like six daughters. I just feel like that's going to be yeah. my experience. What would you do to like prepare them to a to avoid, or what would you teach them to avoid going through what SZA apparently is going through in this album of like being a side chick or being insecure or like we're doing whatever. How would you treat your daughters and like, like educate them? With my daughters, and even if I had like sons too, the lessons I teach them will be the same in the sense that like, I feel like if you like demonize it. Demonize what? Like being a side chick or like being another person, that's what yeah. more likely to become that. And like, again, maybe it was because of like personal interests or whatever. Uh-huh. My whole, I would try to raise them to where I'm like, the root of every lesson I would teach them is like, don't be out here looking stupid. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like, it wouldn't be like about like relationships in particular. It's just more like, don't get played. Like, okay. in the words of cunning, I'd rather them be the dick than the swallower. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Like, I get that. I wouldn't tell them, no, don't be a side chick or be a side chick. It's more like, don't get finessed. In whatever situation you're in, make sure you're not the one being finessed. Right, you know? right, right. And they can interpret that how they like want to work. So I'm about to out myself right now. <laughs> So 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 the fans the fans know me as just a wholesome angelic human being you know what I'm saying all of them you know I take I go to Sunday I said I go to Sunday I go to church every Sunday you know what I'm saying we out here with the with the bread and crackers you know what I'm saying listen I am wholesome but you know in a past life before I was reborn you know what I'm saying like Drea said we uh we born again virgins out here before before I was reborn I used to be a hoe and like. I was that nigga. I was that nigga that was like, once upon a time, not long ago, yeah. I was a hoe, and I'm admitting it, and I'll take that's it back because right I did that shit. Listen, that's me right now. Um, I used to, I, I used to finesse people. I was, I was that guy. I was, I would sell dreams. I would just say what I had to do to 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 get what I wanted to get or whatever. So Yikes. coming from that perspective and growing from that, knowing how wrong that is, uh-huh. I would try to educate my my daughters to always approach a situation with some sort of benefit for them. Yeah. So like don't engage anything unless like you're getting something out of it. Like yeah. if you if you're gonna be a side chick, make sure you're enjoying the sex. Like you're yeah. getting something. You're not like at a net loss. You're not being drained. You're always yeah, yeah. gaining something. Have agency and be proud and strong in the agency of whatever you decide yeah. to do and just go from there. I'm not going to like punish them for having sex, doing whatever yeah. sex shit is, but I just want them to not get finesse, like be buying lunch for niggas yeah, exactly. who like shit on them and do some other shit. No, I'm going to teach them the game. Be like, nah, you got to do this. You got to finesse in this way. You, you got to look out for these signs yeah. of like someone like leading you on. Like, like a different way. And then like for my sons, I'd be like, don't be out here on trash mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying, come with respect and, yeah. and do this way. But I feel like, it, like even in like my whole, I, I, I'm very like, not that I'm proud, but like, I don't shy away from talking about my whole days because I feel like- he's, he's, He says them like they're over. No, they're definitely over. Mario went on a date two days ago. It was yesterday, but um, <laughs> no, um, I feel like for me and all my relationship, literally anyone who's ever been involved with you can see, they can say a lot of shit, but the one thing they can say is I was very transparent. I was, mm. I was very open. Transparency is very important. Which is why, like, in all my, like, side, the whole side nigga situations or whatever, or, like, my whole situations, there was always, like, just to make sure I'm on the same page, this is what this is, you know? Right. So. See, my, my, go ahead, go ahead. But, but I feel like that it's kind of different from what's happening in, in like scissors thing though like mm. me doing that was not of like insecurity or whatever yeah it was just it was just like what society capacity, told you not even that it's just like i knew what my capacity for like love or romance was yeah and like i'm focused on like too many other things to like get romantically involved with someone but like i got me too you know what i'm saying right versus here 
it seems like SZA has like a lot of like insecurities and like she's using sex as her way to like get deal with that which again a lot of other people yeah. like, that's a very like Scorpio thing you know what I'm saying it's like if you look at like the memes or whatever it's like I don't know shit about no Scorpio shit traits, that's like a Scorpio having sex like cause y'all some hoes nigga you a hoe we take pride in you know whatever Mario self identifies as a gigolo he charges 150 an hour. You can, you can find him at West Street. So just you know, check him up right there. The people need to find me nowhere to find me. But um, so a twin. <laughs> but no, like for example, like supermodel. That basically, and I was watching an interview where she was talking about it. Okay, you watch interviews too. Okay. Should yeah, I like to watch interviews just to, like get the facts. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she was talking about how. This basically was like a toxic ass relationship. Mm-hmm. It was fun as hell. And I feel like a lot of people can mm-hmm. relate to like being in a relationship. You know it's toxic. You know it's not gonna go anywhere. But like in that moment, that's just fun as hell. And see that's that's the lesson I think I wanna pass on to anyone is like if you're gonna be in some shit, mm-hmm. make sure you're enjoying yourself. Make sure yeah. you're getting something out of it, make sure you're benefiting in some way. So so like if it is like a toxic relationship. Yeah. Probably don't be in that too long, but have fun while you while you have the chance. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. Um, Hold on, pause. What the fuck did you just pour up, nigga? Nah, <laughs> what is this shit? Drinking my sparkling water. There's some water there. Like, Let me see, nigga. This is amplified. You're hilarious. You're hilarious. But um, what up, so, so, throw some more wine in that bitch. No, let me do this. Let me do this first. But, um, yeah, no, so for example, we can just like kind of go through the song. Actually, before we jump in, since we're talking about insecurities, as I go my research, and from my research, I think since I got like face surgery or whatever. Really? Yeah, like you can like go back, her face is more round, but I was like more of like a child. I mean, she might have also just like lost weight. No, no, that is also true. Like, she did do that, but like, you know, Because you can lose weight in your face and it'll sculpt differently. Yeah, no, for sure, but like, I mean, like I said, this is just rumors, but like, yeah. allegedly she got like, just like face lifts or whatever. So then I would like talk about, talk to you like- Hey, we body positive. We support everybody who does oh, anything. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Disclaimer, don't cancel us. My, when I die, all my hair is say I'm not ugly, I'm broke. Yeah. So then my question is like, if you could- Fake ass Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> What, what did Jay Z say? You can't be a millionaire and be ugly or some shit like that. He, he said, he said, he said, uh, what he, what he say? He said something like, "I'm not ugly, I'm a millionaire," yeah, or something yeah. like that. Or Gucci, I think Gucci. Was he no, like, no, he used the word cute. I he, I know he used the word cute, which was just like Jay Z. I don't ever want to hear you say cute ever in your life. You fucking horned lip ass nigga, bro. This nigga lips swole like a fucking bean bag, nigga. Oh, (laughs) Polish sausage lip ass nigga. Go ahead. The Lion King promo came out. Yeah, like the animals next to the people. Yeah. They did that with Jay Z, but they put a camel. I saw that shit. I saw that shit. (laughs) Nigga lip just hanging in this motherfucker. Boy had a stroke only in his bottom lip, nigga. That's it. Someone fired, but um. (laughs) I was saying, but yeah, would you ever get? Would you get like anything done? Like work? Mm-hmm. Not really. When I when I get, get a bag or something, first time I'm gonna find a whole gear of Gucci's teeth. Oh, actually, I would I would do some teeth shit. But however, that's like the only thing I do. The thing about teeth though. A lot, of pe- a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people's teeth be trash. Yeah, like, like they, they be getting like the stock teeth and it just like don't fit. They might have, have, have you know, have you seen Schoolboy Q? Ooh. If y'all haven't, go look up Schoolboy Q 2019 and see his teeth. Like when he talks, they're like protruding a little bit from his mouth. Like it's bad. However, some people get their teeth done very, very well. So I appreciate that. That's probably the one thing I would do. I'm not like, I don't feel like there's too much that I really am uncomfortable with in my body. This is what bad baby in her teeth look like. Ah, uh, she got them chiclet teeth. <laughs> this shit's in, this like. Damn, she really got them damn like, ooh, her shit straight out the pack. Yeah, that's like the stock teeth, you know? Yeah, I don't fuck with the you stock teeth. Look up Schoolboy Q, pull up Schoolboy Q right now. Y'all at home while we're listening, pull up Schoolboy Q and look at his teeth. And it's like, I fuck with Q, but this shit, and not okay right now. You might have to like pull up a video and like watch him talk. Okay, I'm gonna have to do that some other time then. Yeah, bro, it's it's like you can tell his teeth don't fit his mouth. Mm. 
But even with all the talk about work done, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If I, you know, later I in life. Like scopes, you know what I'm saying? But later, later I'm in. I'm afraid of like, I'm really the one that gets fucked up next thing I'm like, Donda West. Where? I said Donda West. Oh, shit. R.I.P. That, I'm like, fine, I'm dead. I can't. But you know, like some people, they get botched and then they have to live with it. Like Lil' Kim? Oof, yeah. R.I.P. But, so I recently found out, because I used, I used to be one of those people that was like, Lil' Kim, why you do all this shit? Oh, yeah. She recently found like out. Emotional abuse. No, no, like she was physically abused. Mm-hmm. And that's why she had plastic surgery, because like she got her ass whooped. Ooh. I heard like, he used to like. So I didn't know that. So I take any slander I've said about mm-hmm. Lil' Kim and her surgery, I I, I issue a formal apology. She was like, I think in addition to like the physical abuse, like mentally abusive. Yeah. If you know, like, if you're dating someone <clears throat> who's like into Eurocentric features, then obviously you know. But, right. But yeah, we can just kind of like jump in. Um, what were your thoughts on Supermodel? That was like the first one. You want to talk about? I'm fucking your ex-man's friend. I bring the story behind that is like she found out from like some girl that like in Vegas mm-hmm. the girl had like an orgy, orgy, whatever. Orgy, orgy. Orgy. I don't know. <laughs> Foreign ass nigga. With, like, with her man, and then that's when she was like, "Oh, okay." You fucking hoes out here. Yeah. So let me fuck. Let me fuck your best friend. So she's like, "Oh, your best friend was. Cute. I've been thinking it was cute anyway." So I'm like, "Damn." And see, that's terrifying. Only uh-huh. because I know everyone's thinking about shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this nigga. Like, if he fucked me over, his his best friend. Cute. I'm gonna fuck shit out of his best friend just to make him mad. I think last episode I said like I make sure I keep guys in my circle who aren't attracted to the same girls or vice versa. Because, bro, I'm listen. This this is getting messy. I'm about to get messy. I'm not. I'm not gonna incriminate anybody. However, I have some friends, and there was a situation where one of my friends, good friend, he had a girl that he was talking to for years, years, um, years, like like two, like like no, like no. So he had a different. He had a different girl. He was talking to since like high school. They fell off, and then since like this is through like through his college career, he had the same girl. And after they broke up, because they were like, it was a rough, it was like, they were toxic as hell. They were like, fight each other. I feel like most high school relationships. No, I'm talking about the one that happened in college. Oh, wow. So he would be like, oh, you know, we, we going like, y'all, one of y'all should fuck her. Like, to our friend group, like, y'all, y'all should fuck her. Like, she needs some dick. Like, y'all, one of y'all should fuck her. Jesus. So, so one day, I wake up to a group chat oh. of like, so damn, you did this shit? And it goes like, yeah, bro, like. I had, you know, I, I fucked her. Like, you told me to fuck her. He was like, bro, that shit not cool. It's like, this whole back and forth about, damn, bro, you fucked my girl. So niggas was like, oh, shit. Meanwhile, my roommate at the time, uh-huh. I walk up and I'm like, bro, you see this shit? And he's like, I she, he, he, no, he, no, 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 no. He's like, she just left the crib. I said, oh, I was here. I was asleep under this roof and you were fucking? I was like, hold on. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, so this nigga puts in the most petty gif ever. This nigga puts in a gif of mean girls when the black principal raised his hand and was like, have you been abused by Regina George? She raised his hand. He put that gif in the chat of like, has anybody else fucked my girl? And he was like, oh. me? I was like, no. Are y'all still friends? No, we're... Uh, I, I mean, we're all still like cordial enough. Uh-huh. So basically, what happened? Oh, God. she was so mad at this nigga that he like wasn't fucking with her. Mm-hmm. That she she fucked my roommate on Friday, fucked my friend on Saturday, Damn. and then fucked my roommate again on Sunday. And this all came out on Monday morning. Ooh. Now, I, in my notes right here, <laughs> this reminds me because in my literally my notes I'm like, after pussy is powerful. That shit was wild. Cause he he was so heartbroken. I mean you come down here flexing telling people go, but then you know He was heart in my opinion broken. He deserved it. From what it sounds like, he deserved it, you know. But at the same time, if you that close and you know that somebody has that kind of relationship, you don't you don't do shit like that. I would personally, but at the same time, if you're out here telling people, you know, whatever, whatever. And and that's why it's like it's either way. But no, but shout out, shout out to this girl whose name I'm not going to say because she finessed the whole situation. So I can't even be mad at her. She, she did what she wanted to do. She made the right niggas mad and she got some dick at the same time. 
She she got she she lit. What's her birthday? We you gotta find out her birthday. I got, I'll find out and I'll try to report back that in. Like me and her were never that good of friends, so I don't. That's why she didn't even try to talk to me, nigga. Cause she 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 strategically fucked niggas that she knew would hurt my homie. Damn. Like it was that bad. I'm proud of her. I feel like I I want to send her like a bouquet of flowers, but like. I mean, I'm proud of her, but at the same time, what I would kind of like trade teach my daughters is like don't ever let a nigga have that much control over you where you yeah. feel like you need to do something to spite someone else yeah that's true that's the only downside of it like that's the goal for like any of my kids I want, yeah. I want to raise them in such a way where like Facts. they're very unbothered thank you I, I actually agree I'll take them back I like I, I'm I like an unbothered person so you're very like, see I'm a little different I'm petty I'm very petty I'm, don't get me wrong I'm petty but like my source of unbotheredness comes from like I don't want I don't want everything to have control over like me reacting to things. Yeah, that's fair. It's like whatever you know, it's cool. Cause like I feel like that's the best way to like get someone like not react to them. Like you ever like like I don't know, with like a girl or whatever you know, like, mm-hmm. or by or just anyone in general. Like you try to like act like your man, you know, react to it, so then you get really you're like. I, I'm not that guy. That's how I like to react. That's how okay. I like to treat people in general. I'm just, okay. just going to be like, I'm chill. I don't bother. But, uh, cool. But, yeah, no, that's up. On my notes right here for Doves in the Wind, the one that Kendrick Lamar. Pussy like Doves in the Wind. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, you said Love Galore. I think Love I Galore was no, fire. I'm going to jump to that because okay. I'm still like, um, Supermodel. Okay, okay. That was my first song. Oh, the theme? Album. Really? Yeah. Um, okay. And that one, she she's like talking about like insecurity. Yeah. Which also like talks about in like another song where she's like, lie to me even if my butt's not. That's Garden. That's Garden. Yeah. Um, but then I like this one too. Which one? Doesn't win. The, the, yeah, the supermodel. You know, she was talking about how this is not why I liked it, but this is also my nose. One of my favorite lines. Two of my favorite lines, which is like. Oh no, she didn't. Oh yes, she did. Oh no, she didn't. I'll do it again. And then another line where she's like, "That's why I stayed with y'all. The dick was too good." I feel like most guys, unless you have like a marriage with a spiker beans or something, you can think of a relationship you were in or a situation like, you know, the only reason it went on is because the dick was good, or at least decent, you know. So I feel like that was like. I mean, there is a rule. When first time you got to put on for the city, you know what I'm saying. First time fucking, you got to go all out. You got to try everything you can try. My my rule of thumb, my I'm always like, if I'm like bragging my dick or whatever, I'm like B performance. Sometimes you'll get an A and you love it, right? But consistent B. I feel like I like to like not set the expectations too high. So when I come in, it's like damn, I was expecting so. So here's my logic. I've I've come to realize that most women that I've talked to only give niggas two tries. Ever. Like if it's you get two tries and if it's not amazing in two tries, I'm not fucking you ever again. That's what I've come to realize. <laughs> For real. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I don't know. I feel like the first is always like you said, put on for your city. So, so listen, the first time. So what I do, I set expectations low, and initially I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, my dick game weak. I ain't lasting none. You know, what I'm saying I ain't good. I ain't shit. Don't come to me. I'm. I ain't never been shit. You know, what I'm saying the expectations low. So when you set the bar low. It's easy to get over it, you know. Yeah, what I'm so, so first time I, I come in, first time I come in, I put on for the city, nigga. I'm putting on for the Lou, for everybody I know, for my family, for my grand, my grandkids, nigga. St. Louis Underlay, underlay, mama, ia, ia, uh oh. That's that's what I say after I nut, nigga, and just go crazy but no so first time i really gotta like go crazy second time then they'll get like a b Uh and then depending on this this is where my growth in life has come Uh depending on how much i'm feeling them third time i'm either gonna go all out again because i really like you or be lazy as hell and just be like nah you you go get some weak ass shit i'm just catching my nut and calling it a day no i'm like I feel like if I'm gonna go through the process of having sex, I gotta be at least a B consistently. But um, I feel like I have to put on for like three reasons. It's like Scorpio, I got a reputation to live up to. I don't know what any of this means. 
Jamaican, you know, Jamaican's got this, they yeah. gotta live up to them. Y'all, you know? no, y'all niggas are evil. <laughs> we gotta live up to those. And then just like, I feel like I talk too much shit to have weak dick. So that's like three <laughs> fronts I gotta put on for, but um. So you talk too much shit to have weak dick. That's <laughs> fair, I feel that. Actually, I feel that. You, you know, like, if my big game was weak and I was talking shit, I would feel confident in it because then what if one day I'm talking shit on Twitter and someone's like, Nah, nigga, you ain't. Exactly. You ain't. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> my first girlfriend in high school. This is around the circle she was from Ghana or whatever. I don't know if like all Ghanaian women are like the same or whatever, but like. Shout out to Heather Frie. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, Heather, listen, back in the day, the wait, no, back in the day. You used to have it, you know what I'm saying? You probably, you, no, you probably still got it now. I just, I just ain't seen you. However, back in the day, isn't she? She's a Delta. Delta, right? So back in the day, you know what I'm saying? I used to look at you like, damn, if only. So you know what I'm saying? If you hear this podcast and you're interested in your boy, you got to take a number behind Georgia Smith. Gonna, but I'll put you in there. We gotta put up the what's that like shape test. To see. Oh, you doing the graphic for that? <laughs> you foul as hell. Listen, you need to be a certain shade. To Mario's color is out here. I'm, I'm trying to help you out. Be like, but um, nah, nigga, I, dark women only. You got to be darker than me to shoot your shot. I feel like Heather is the same, the same thing. That's what I'm saying. She's like, okay, you got to be darker than me to shoot your shot. You I don't. Be an to, for, for for those of y'all that know, my nickname is the Butter Pecan Don. You know, so that gives you a a glance into my color. But Heather. <laughs> Was good. Well, one of the stories, same remember to this day. The other is my virginity. What was the king day? <laughs> no! <laughs> what? <laughs> nigga, you lost your virginity when niggas having dreams out here, nigga? <laughs> I was having dreams. Listen, school was out. School was out. So hey, wait, wait, wait. In true spirit of Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. you fuck it, nigga. <laughs> so here's what happened. Here's what happened. Yeah, people are like, why do you want Martin Luther King day someone? I'm like, you don't want to know. But anyway, um, Martin Luther King Day 2012, The Birds Part 2 was on for back the weekend. Mm, the weekend. Listen, always good. Always a good choice. So, you know, do my thing, you know, I'm like, damn, sex is amazing. What? Because, like, back in my school, people was like, you getting pregnant left and right? Facts. I like, mine too. I'm like, damn, I should have been doing this, like, a long time ago. But anyways, I'm like, I make up for last time. It's cool. Aladdin was playing in the background, too. I remember that. More of the story is, I'm like, I destroyed it, I just killed the game. You know, I go to school the next day. You know that pause, like, don't want to say shit to me. Oh my, you just I, got that glow. I stepped from the school. Did you bust it out your first time? Oh, hell yeah. I did not. Oh no, my, my homies are looking at me, they're like, they knew. It's like, bro, you look, you look different. <laughs> you look different, so nigga. <laughs> your shoulder's a little too relaxed, big fella. I, I walked in there, so basically <laughs> I was just like, I, I was like, that's, I didn't tell them what happened, but I told them what happened, basically. You're right. I know I'm going with my life. But then those niggas told other niggas who told oh, me. Oh, yeah. So she found out. Yeah. She's she like, you been telling niggas? She's you been- like, nigga, you didn't do shit. I didn't even call anyone. Ah! Oh. She downplayed your dick, nigga. I swear, for two weeks I didn't talk to her. She said her dick was trash. I went up. I was like, Googles. I was like, Kama Sutra. What the fuck is Kama Sutra? You're hilarious. Two weeks through my research, I came back. I was like, Man, she said, up? she said her dick was trash. Bro, I had a very different, ver- how did we get here from Control? Anyway, I mean, she's talking about fucking. So, so my first time, I'm gonna say her name. Her name was Jade. You know, never met an ugly Jade. One, Jades be bad, but they be crazy as hell. I've never met a sane Jade in my life. Who wants sane? I've never, I've never met a sane Jade in my life. They all be crazy as hell. So this is a girl that I met at a track meet. Through oh, through mutual friends. This you got the teardrops and everything. <laughs> I was back. I was a thug back in the day, according to Mario. I'm talking about like, the quads and the quads, you know, like. Oh, you know, I was I was I was you know, in high school. That was my prime. I peaked senior year of high school. You know, what I'm saying that's back oh, when I was man, like, in shape and shit. I peaked in high school. I had, um, I had abs and shit. You know, I got a beer gut. I got a dad bod now. You feel me? I got a dad bod. Oh, I, was, I was on Twitter the other day, right? What's up? Um, People like dad bods. Let me explain. I was on Twitter. Was I on Twitter? You know how like, Twitter shows what people like or whatever? Yeah. <clears throat> you know who she liked to tweet? Twin? Yeah, implying that she likes dudes with like a little belly. Okay! Okay! Here. You out here. Nigga, give me. Nigga. Nigga, my nigga. <laughs> I was like, 
Also, representation, sidetrack. When people talk about representation, I never really felt represented until I was watching Black Panther when Baku came out. Oh my God. I went on Twitter and I saw this tweet. It said, Baku, blow my Baku. Shut the fuck I up, nigga. Never felt represented until then. <laughs> I was like, I went in my group chat with all the thick niggas at the world. Oh like, my God. It's Hey, make sure make sure you send this message to Twin, bro. Uh, <laughs> we we in real forward in 2019. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, back to Jade. At the time, I was still in my denial. You know, toxic masculinity. No one's ever a virgin. Yeah. So at this point, I lost my virginity at 12. They was like, I told niggas, I was like, I was 12 years old. What it was at summer like camp. It was at summer camp, bro. I fucked, I fucked bitches at summer camp. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't a virgin. So that's what that story I told Jay. So we fuck a few weeks after we meet, bro. Like it's very quick, very quick. Especially for like 2012. Like it was like that point in my life. Yeah, you were like a senior, right? I was a junior. Junior? Yeah. Okay. Um, so. First time we fuck, we pull up in her car to a random park in, in, our, in my hometown. Yeah. And put on, I remember she vividly. What time was it? It was late. It was late. It was probably like 10 or 11. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was PM. Okay. It was late. It was late. Pull up to the park. We park. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's street lights on kind of. We find a little dark spot. You know, like, well, let's get busy. Let's see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to. Trying to fuck with you. What's good? So the music that we had going, <laughs> we put Trey songs on shuffle. <laughs> so it was, it was nothing but Trey songs playing the whole time, bro. Of course, of course. So I'm pretty sure I lost my virginity to Jupiter Love. <laughs> so I, I I I start. You know, we going in it. It's a summer night. It's hot as fuck outside. Like I'm stroking for at least like 20 minutes, bro. Just like half an hour, just like going out. Cause this is my first time. I'm going hard too. I don't, I don't know nothing about no pace. I don't know nothing about no pace. Nothing about no time. I mean, I'm just like clapping shorty. And after a while, she's like, bro, I'm. She was like, bro. She was like, she was like, I, I gotta stop. I'm done. Yeah. She, she, so she like tried to top me off and was just like, all right. <laughs> we gonna and I just and nothing happened. And I'm just like, all right, we can stop. We can stop. So that was the first time. Uh-huh. Second time happened less than a week later, and it was it was I pulled up to her crib because mm-hmm. she was on the corner from me. Her her dad's supposed to be at work. You brave. Her mom's supposed to be getting like like surgery for like either her teeth or her eye or something. She's supposed to be in like some surgery. She's like, my mom's gonna be gone for a long time. So I'm I pull up like, bet we in this bitch. Like, what's good? I pull up. I put on Skin by Rihanna. I nut before the song ends. <laughs> Finish before the song ended. You should put on the Hogwarts play. No, I put on, no, Skin was that shit. And it, I'd probably didn't, less than 90 seconds. Bro, it was quick. And then as soon as I, as soon as I finished, her, you hear her mom coming in the front door. I'm, oh, I'm, oh no. I was like, oh no. Oh no. So, uh, so my ass at this point in 2012, uh, naked as hell, I hide underneath her bed. Oh, her bed, low as shit. So I like had to squeeze into that shit. My my cheek right into my shoulder. I'm just like, damn, with no clothes on. Like it, damn. So then, so then her mom comes in briefly, goes back to her room, and I like get out and like run and hide in her closet. Her mom comes back in, I put my clothes on, like she's in her closet. Her mom's out there. This, this is where shit gets funny. Her mom's like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go take a nap. Like I'm, you know, I'm drugged up and go, go to sleep. She's like, all right, bet, bet. Her mom like go to sleep. She takes me out, takes me out the front door and across the front lawn to her car. Her mom's window is facing the front lawn. So we drive, we drive like five blocks down the street. Her mom calls like Jade. Drop that nigga off and come back home. <laughs> Oh man, your story just—I don't know why I forgot about this story. About the time I almost—no, not almost—I did get caught. African moms, you know, whatever. So like, as like African, your mom's Jamaican. No, no, my girlfriend's mom. Okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah, she has like a set schedule to go to work, whatever. So like, usually I used to go to this thing called African Matters. Skip that, go hang out with my girlfriend. Familiar with that? Familiar with that? I hear the mom come in, 
I'm like, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, I could go into the bed, but it was one of those beds with storage, so I couldn't go into the bed. Oh my god. The room didn't even have a closet. Yeah. Guess what I did though? The room was like, you know how like Chicago is built, like the windows next to the stairs? Yeah. My ass climbs out the window. Jumps onto the stairs, the like stairs and pulls. Yeah, some Spider-Man shit. I'm like, I, I, I knew I did not want to get. Caught. I was like, if I get caught, I it's over. Leave. It's over. I will not leave the apartment. Oh my oh, man. god. That's like my biggest fear. Like, I mean, not now because it's over, but like back then, I was like, do not get caught. Do not get caught. Um, <laughs> Back to the album. I don't know how we got off track. Because <laughs> we start getting random stories and shit. But I don't know. Um, Side chick music. So, like, one theme, I mean, from the name of the album, Control, but, like, mm. in the beginning of this. Wait, wait, pause. I never even thought about that. Oh, what? The name album mean Control. She wants control over the. Damn! That shit just hit harder, bro. It just up here third That shit never just set in until just now, no, like, nigga. I didn't set it for me until I thought it was just like, again, control all the lead. I literally the never leaders. put any thought into it. But, like, in the beginning, Supermodel, first track, she had the voicemail, pop side track. I'm trying to be the voicemail of someone's album, so, like. Um, you know who else said that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not not twin, oh. but but light skinned shorty that I made oh, the thriller yeah. to. Wait, who? The one that you talking about on Twitter, the first one oh, we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, G. Yeah. She said the same shit about Drake. She was like, "My goal is to be a voicemail on a Drake song." <laughs> so y'all got that in common. Y'all y'all compatible as hell. Voicemails and hopes that one day someone. I probably emotional and poetic. Like, I dropped my voice a little deep. Oh, this nigga. He said. He said, "Hey, it's Mario." Where is he? Where is he? He said, where is he? He said, welcome to the Sweat Hotel with <laughs> no, Mario Mason. This is my voicemail. I'm like, yeah, no, so I, I try to call you. I got to put the arms in there. It's 6.15, you know. I'm just showing. Like, I'm, to- so I'm, I'm not really out right now, but... You can if you leave a message and, and your name and your number, I'll get you back as soon as I can. As soon as I can, you know what I'm saying. Then we can uh, make something happen from there. Well, basically, <laughs> you know, in the beginning, her mom left, left a voicemail. Um, her mom left a voicemail. Yeah. So on the album, she is like. Oh no! I thought I was talking about your your, uh, your girlfriend. Like, okay. On the okay. album, like yeah. she's like her mom, and then like she has her granny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then one of the things that um, her mom said, and I'm paraphrasing right now. I feel like you can just see this. Lead will be an interesting combo. Um, Cherry Mom was talking about like, if I didn't have control, things would be fatal. Mm. Which again, this is like an everyone thing, but of all the Zodiac people I know. Scorpios? Are, if the control is like currency, like they need that, you know? So then I wanted to talk about like, your thoughts on like, and then she goes on an album talking about how she's out in interviews. Yeah. She's always striving for control, but she knows like it's futile. She'll never truly have control. But I wanted to get your thoughts on like the theme of like control in a relationship and this idea that like there's always. Do you think that there's always one person who's like more in control in the relationship, or like just like the theme of like control in relationships? Period. So that that question comes right on time because I'm at a new stage in my life where. I'm trying to let go uh-huh. of control. So I'm a very like forward person. I'm a very strong personality. I like I kind of dominate situations, and that's been a, a detriment to me. So when we talk about like controlling relationships, I've kind of been the one like controlling what's going on, and I realize that's just not healthy because it doesn't give the other person space to breathe or voice their own opinions or be their true selves. So if there's a relationship where where into my in my mind where one person has control over the other, this is gonna get cut out. But so I'm at a point in my life where. It's not okay for any one person to have control. Whether it's man or woman, you should approach situation as equals. So when you ask like, we're talking about, oh, like there's a common theme of one person likes the other person more than the other. That's not okay either way. Yeah. Whether it's a man or a woman or some non-binary person, whoever it is like liking the person before the other one, you all should like each other mutually. And I'm all about this like mutual benefit. You know what I'm saying? So like, it should all make sense and work out not to the point where it's 
benefiting someone more than the other. It's, it's, it's difficult to explain as like, as I'm thinking about it, you know, real time. I'm kind of getting interested. But yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, and I was saying like for me, relationships now, I mean, I feel like in the past, it's always been about like position, like possession, like, oh, that's my personal, like this one, we, you know what I'm saying? But like, the way I approach relationships now is not from a place of like possession, because <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, <laughs> I don't know. When it comes to like controlling relationships, I feel like that kind of stifles growth. And then like, if you try to control another person, you're inevitably kind of like shaping them into like what you want them to be, sort of. Which is why I think you know, like a lot of people, some people they get out of relationships. And they're like lost because like they invested so much of themselves into the relationship, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's like a side effect of like one person having like too much control. So right. Like, when I, the way I approach relationships is like I'm not here to like control you or like train you or like balance. Complete you. Yeah. Balance look at look like, at you moving against traditional Jamaican customs. Yeah. Wow, you're progressive out here, nigga. I, I, I've been saying for years that like I cannot go back and live to Jamaica because they would kill me for being. Too you're progressive as hell, bro. But, but, like, well, yeah, no, when it comes to relationships, it's like, I'm not sure, I don't want to have to try to control anyone or whatever. There should, for the most, ideally, there's like a mutual understanding of like what we have and who we are. Right. But like, we're it's like two people coming together. It's not like you're half a person, I'm half a person, and we're like completing each other. You know right. Saying? I don't know. I feel like for me in the past, kind of like what you were saying, like, the reason a lot of relationships failed is because I was so obsessed with having control that, like, at a certain point, I was more pressed with, like, maintaining control mm-hmm. or, like, maintaining the relationship for the control right. than, like, the relationship itself, if that makes sense. I don't know, but um, that's, I, like, a theme for the whole album. I feel like. And talking about the album, I think this album is very effective and getting folks to reflect inward more so than you know you know last week you no know, two weeks ago we talked about anti and you know lemonade and like the last the last two episodes ago we talked about that shit this one's more effective than that purely because it makes folks have conversations that they're not comfortable having with like nine, nine people are like okay saying I'm a side chick this is what it, it makes me feel like this is what it does to me this is how it hurts um, so having that being put out in an, in an album yeah. make, on both sides makes people realize like oh this is what this situation is doing and yeah. I think that's super super helpful that's what I really like about this album I feel like you know we joke about like side chick and side chick culture and stuff but right like, I mean at the end of the day like these are people like it's still a, it's still a hot boy summer <laughs> for some of us not all of us <laughs> for Mario too nah my never mind this nigga using his dog to get hoes not anymore <laughs> but last summer but I'm like, nah. um what was I saying um insecurities um I don't forgot what I was talking about so like we can just jump to some of the other songs or whatever one thing I really liked about um I was watching like an interview where she was talking about love galore mm-hmm. um first off I love the visuals for that one um, which one was that? The one with Travis Scott. What was she uh, doing? Music video. What was she doing? Like, mm-hmm. No, I'm saying, what was the video, video talking about? Um, oh, so like it was um, one of those like genius breakdown videos. And it was, oh, it wasn't a music video. No, it wasn't. Oh, the music I'm saying, what's the music video talking about? In the music video, she was with Travis Scott. There were butterflies everywhere. And at the end, this old white lady comes and like cuts up Travis Scott with like a hammer or something like that. I remember that video. That was like the best visual out of the whole thing. Which one was the one where she was like running through and niggas started randomly throwing rocks at niggas? That shit was goofy as fuck. That shit was a stupid ass video. Well, um, Kendrick Lamar? Maybe, I don't know. It was that just, that shit was stupid that as hell. Like a Kill Bill type thing. Nah, that shit was like, why you got these random ass kids and you in a fucking thong? And that shit, oh, that shit don't yeah, make no yeah. damn sense. That one was, it wasn't Drew Barrymore. It might have been Drew Barrymore. I don't think Drew Barrymore has a video. Just not, I don't know, but whatever. That shit was stupid. Says you got a you got a bit of better video director. Let me direct your videos, nigga. I got you. Hey, check check me out on Triller at Gianni Tsunami. My trailers are fire. That's my music well, video direction. Right but, um, no, um, 
So she, in Love Door, she has this one lyric. And this is what made me realize it was Scorpio's album. Oh no, my God. She was talking about how she doesn't argue with people because like, if she argues with you, she she's gonna say some shit and then you can't be friends afterwards. Oh my God. So then she has this lyric where she was like, I'm surprised he called me after the things that I said. And then, you know, why it bothered me when you know you got Yeah. Um, which I thought was, I related to. Cause I don't argue, I don't argue with people. Cause I know that if I do argue, I'm gonna say some shit and there's no, you know how like sometimes there's some shit there's no coming back from? Yeah. I know that if I argue, I'm gonna say some shit there's no coming back from. So that's why I don't argue, period. See, I'm different. I, li- I love arguing. I love it because I love seeing how people react in uncomfortable situations and how far I can push people. Oh, you see? I like, love seeing that shit. I can push it up until like, when I'm, I don't know. I, my, I'm too, if I'm arguing, I'm going for blood, basically. Mm, so I'm like, I argue for sport. That shit's no, fine. But one thing, one of the themes um, from Love Galore that I thought was would be interesting to talk about is like that post-relationship goal. Because in this one, she was like, Basically talking about how she's like craving for like this old thing, but then by the end of it, she's realized like she's outgrown it. This is like yeah. like taking back, you know, going back to the theme of control. Like I'm over it. Like I'm good, you know. Mm-hmm. And like you know, I don't know if it's just like I don't know, like psychological or I don't know, but like that post relationship blow up is real as fuck. Like I don't can't relate. Hmm? Can't relate. Oh man, can't relate. Post relationship blow ups, like, I mean, if we're talking about relationships, I've only really been in one relationship my whole life. Right, so I'm saying, that's what I say. We can't really, but yeah, like, viewers don't listen to us because we don't know what the fuck relationship really I know, feels I like. That, like. I have no experience. Shit, but, I mean, you've been in like situations too where, like, when it ends. Situationships for sure. Situ- even like the situationship, that's a form of relationship. After it ends, I'm like, did you really just blow up or am I just like. Missing you. Up, so, but then, like, inversely, I look back and I'm like, when certain yeah. relationships ended, I grew up. Uh, or grew up. Oh, shit. This shit scared say, the fuck out of me. Um, I'm like, some relationships I've grown up, or I'm like, damn, I've leveled up, you know? So, I don't know. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on, like, or like, even with your friends, you've seen your friends leave relationships and you're like, damn, they're leveling up. Or, like, is it by inverse where they're, you're like, Damn, you leveled down since. What are your thoughts on like the idea of like that post relationship? Level? I think folks should always be individuals before anything. Mm-hmm. You're always and you're always you. You should never lose yourself in any one person or any one thing. I mean, that's easy to say though. It, it is easy to say, but that's like something that folks should always have in mind. Is like you should still be. So in your relationship, and this is something that I've come to realize as well, you don't need to like, oh, let me come in a relationship and like lean on this person. You should come in whole. The other person comes in whole and you all can benefit each other that way. When you come in lacking something, the other person comes in whole and then maybe you're leaning on them more than they're getting like, I feel like you, you should be an individual human and live your life and be able to live your life without the need of someone else. No, that is true, but like, let's say you enter a relationship, you can still be individuals, but now that you're together, at least at this point in my life anyway, now that you're together, you're thinking more long-term. So like, you might have goals, but they have to think about those goals in terms of like your partner's goals and then like the goals of the relationship. And you can still be individual, but like, I don't know, I, think I, I don't think that's different than what I'm saying. I feel like we're agreeing for no, sure. No, what I'm saying, but like, let's say that those that relationship. You're. I feel like what from what I'm assuming you were saying is like coming in with like an old thing. How am I agree? I mean, cause there are some people who don't know what to do with themselves without their partner. Yeah, no, that's and that's I'm not saying. okay. That's not what I'm saying. That just I feel like just like. Even like the most independent people in relationships, when those relationships end, I feel like there's still some level of like figuring out who you are without the person. Right. 
And then that inversely leads to blow up or it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. I can't wait. Really, I don't like they didn't like for real for real. I mean, I'm, I'm always a big proponent of reflection. Mm -hmm. So if you got to take a break or break up or whatever it is to look back inward and see who you really are. I'm always a fan of that because I think a lot of people go along with life without really thinking about why they do the things they do. Mm -hmm. So once you do think about that and reaffirm that, then you're your true self, in my opinion. Um, we're running over time, so oh shit! Just like final topic. Pussy, pussy, dick, pussy. I gotta get my my curse words in for the day. <laughs> <laughs> we should do like a curse word counter, right? But like, <laughs> we can. I feel like this album. There's literally so much. Like we have this shit was low key deep as hell. We haven't even touched half the shit in my nose. We might have to come back and do like a part two. This shit was deep as fuck. I also want to talk about like your skits with our grandma. You know. Okay, but I do want to talk about that before we even do anything. No, I love skits. Yeah, I'm a big fan of skits. Too. I'm a big fan of skits when they fit. Yeah, some skits I'm just like ah, this shit is like Ella May's album with her reading like her the letters of her name E. E is for extraordinary, like shit like that. Like it's just stupid. Yeah. Don't that's just dumb. But like this shit or like the album about nothing by Wale with like the Seinfeld skits, like yeah. that shit's fire. Like I appreciate that. So I really liked her mom and her grandmother giving that commentary yeah. um and even me and my own artistry when i do mix, i've done a mix where i did like commentary on the mix like that so i really mm -hmm. appreciate i really really love albums like that because it makes the album more cohesive yeah it makes it feel like a, a solid body of work rather than random tracks thrown together well, too you know i agree with that i feel like what it does for albums which i feel like is missing from a lot of albums now is like i feel like a lot of albums so it feels like a bunch of songs just thrown together. Right. Versus like this one, I feel like the story is being told. I feel like skits do that. Um, for the sake of like time, though, we should definitely do a part two to this. But final thoughts for me: this was one of my favorite albums of 2017. I didn't really know about season before this. I mean, um, anti-drop. Was that 2016? No, no, that's 2016. That's 2016. Oh no! Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, Anti and Lemonade and They're both in 2016. 2016. Yeah. I know that because 2017, 444 came out. Dan came out, Fireboy, Big Fish, and like Lord's Melodrama or whatever. Those all came out 2017 and this was I don't know 444. But out of all the albums that came out 2017, this one was fire for me. And this was at Over Dam, which like I think Dam won like a bunch of awards that year, though. Yeah, I mean it's Kendrick Lamar. He's gonna he's gonna win albums regardless. I mean yeah. we're gonna win awards regardless. I think my one of my favorite albums of the year, and this is gonna be a controversial statement. Well, are you not controversial? I feel like that's your thing. Though. That is my thing. True to Self by Bryson Tiller is my album of the year in 2017. So and the thing I've about only been listening to like maybe like three Bryson Tiller. And the songs. thing about True to Self. Niggas like Oh that's the name of the song I'm The name of the album Is True to Self I thought you were saying Like True to Self No the name of the album Is True to, true to Self um, People shitted on it Cause it was like It's not like His first album um, Trap Soul It's not like Trap Soul blah, blah, blah. He's not hitting it Oh so this is different From Trap Soul It's different Years later uh -huh. True to Self Hits harder than Trap Soul does right now Like In high Like I you felt it then True to Self is fire, bro. We can. Because we can talk about samples, too. That's a good entry into samples, talking about samples. Okay, we're going to listen to True to Self next week. This will be my first time listening to that. That shit's fire, bro. I'm sorry. With that, this has been the 4 for 4 podcast. I'm the nigga Lancey. You feel me? Serving justice to these trash bitches out here. It's Mario. See y'all next week. Peace. Okay.